The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Best Search Strategies, presented by EngineReady.com. Engine Ready doesn't just do the best search strategies, they create them. Now here are your hosts, Jamie Smith and Brian Lewis. Hello world, welcome back to Best Search Strategies presented by Engine Ready. Engine Ready doesn't just use the best search strategies, they create them. Find out more at EngineReady.com or BestSearchStrategies.com. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Jamie Smith, CEO of Engine Ready, and I'm very fortunate to have a guest speaker today, uh, CEO of Clicks Marketing, David Satella. How are you, David? Really well, thank you, Jamie. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm sure you have heard of David Satella, but he's the CEO of Clicks Marketing. He's uh, frequently speaking at the Search Engine Strategies, SMX, Internet Retailer, all the major conferences. He's also a Noted author in uh, the book that's just been released, PPC, in an hour a day. Uh, he hosts another show on Webmaster Radio, PPC Rockstars, which is... Mondays at, one, uh, Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern. Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern, which is 1 p.m. here. Uh, he's also a faculty chair at marketmotive.com uh, for the PPC um, sector. Uh, avid guitarist, which we usually end up jamming out in hotel uh, bars that do have a piano. Um, and, drive, and drive the patrons away, yep. <laughs> and drive uh, the patrons away. But uh, we're, yeah, we're, we're lucky to do the show today uh, from San Diego uh, in our office. And um, we're going to be talking about the Bing Yahoo transition and, and some of the newest and latest developments in the, in the PPC world. Um, but before we get started, I just wanted to let you know what you can look forward to in the upcoming Best Search Strategies. We'll be talking about uh, the official change of the content network now called the Display Network and the retargeting uh, opportunities there um, that, that, that have represented itself um, in addition to some more advanced uh, geotargeting uh, strategies. So, David, thanks for joining us today. Uh, what would you say are the newest developments in the, the PPC world uh, these days? Well, before we get into that, I, I realized while you were you know, extolling my virtues, which I really appreciate, and, and you, you really ran through all the possible ones there, except for one that I'm most proud of, which is fellow New Englander. New Englander! Right? Uh, I'm Chowda. We're, like we're like the hood, right? We're like the hood. But Justin Platt and named Muffy and Biff. Fellow <laughs> <laughs> New England. Uh, and don't yeah. let him fool you. He's actually from Connecticut. Right. So we won't... Hey, Connecticut's New England. Half. half All right. Connecticut. I've come from the half that's New England. Right. For real. Word. Word up. <laughs> New England. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Excellent. I betcha. Okay. So what's new in PPC? Well, um, boy, you know, if you ask that question uh, on Tuesday, you'll get, uh, uh, you'll get a, an answer that is as fresh as Monday. Um my favorites are Google continues to roll out new product extensions, which I just love. Uh, product extensions like site links and uh, the product extensions that, uh, I should say, add extensions. So the product extensions with the plus box that show the images and their site links that provide four additional links underneath an ad. Uh, Google just announced 
yesterday or the day before the uh, search, or image extensions so that uh, people doing search on uh, Google Images will see ads uh, where they formerly did appear, uh, but the difference is that formerly they were just standard text ads and now they're text ads with nice juicy big thumbnails that uh, are coming from, I believe, the Google Merchant Network, right? Mm -hmm. Merchant feed. So that's very hot. And, uh, you know, I, I remember giving this presentation about um, the product extensions early this year. I mean, it's early this year is like four months ago, but it seems like ancient history, right? Uh, and uh, I gave it at SES in London, and uh, somebody got up and said, uh, I primarily do SEO, and what you're telling me is scaring the shit out of me. <laughs> Because basically, all these product extensions I mean potentially a map, uh, a row of illustrations for site links. I mean, we, for our clients, I'm sure your clients too. You know, we, we we can occupy fully one third of the top of the search results page, and for the organic guys, it's like they'll never get to me. You know, that yeah. kind of thing. So uh, so that's pretty exciting. Um, we talked about that uh, at uh, in Denver. Yes, at, uh, the AFCON conference right. presented and hosted by Webmaster Radio, That's right. um, but uh, just about the um, visibility or the the search search results page um, being diluted, uh, at least the organic rankings being diluted by exactly this 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 issue. Well, I think I think uh, it's a trend that will continue because Google has said uh, very clearly that there the extensions are a conscious attempt to move the conversion action closer to the search action. So um, eventually, well, not so eventually, maybe maybe this year, uh, there will be things like forms on the search results page that pop down from ads, uh, let's say in a B2B ad, such that the person that has done the search can fill out the form and submit the lead without ever leaving the search results page, mm -hmm. which, you know, for a B2B Advertiser, it's kind of a wet dream. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's the second profane thing I've said. It's 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 really really good, but uh, uh, for an SEO guy, it's like oh my god, there there goes the other half of the page. Mm -hmm. um, now, I mean, as an advertiser, I think it's really exciting because it's you know all of that you push the conversion actually close to the search page, and the con conversion rates will be higher, just like we're seeing better click through rates with all these extensions. Um, but I think it. it uh, I gave another presentation, which was the most fun presentation I've given in my search industry career, at uh, Search Exchange, uh, which was which was a um, looking at the future of personal computing and describing what implications there are for advertisers, basically online advertisers. And uh, one of the chief um, pieces of advice for people today, for advertisers today, is, and this goes for site owners of any kind is um, start to think about conversions that don't take place on your website. You know, people, advertisers and site owners think, you know, the, the website's the center of the online universe for me. You know, all my traffic goes there, they need to be funneled, blah, blah, blah. Well, you think about an iPad user. There's probably There are probably a lot of iPad users that will do less surfing using Safari, using the browser, than they will using apps. So that's why you're seeing more and more retailers Basically, creating apps that are mini catalogs of their of their uh, what they have to offer, and um, making it possible for people to convert right on the app. Uh, another example of that trend is Facebook. You know, pe uh, smart smart uh, site owners are creating Facebook pages that have uh, using FBML or something else 
conversion capabilities right on the page. So it's quite conceivable, in fact, I'm sure it's happening now with, with increasing frequency that um, the Facebook user is exposed to the Facebook page of the advertiser and never ever sees the site. You know, so a third example of that is click to call. Mm-hmm. You know, the click to call ads that, and this is the recent development with, with Google, where uh, the ads are displayed on a mobile device. The uh, person tapping on the underscored phone number is not going to a website. They're just making the phone call. So the entire conversion can take place without ever touching the website. And the more that uh, site owners and advertisers can get used to that and start to you know, gain some experience with it, the better off they'll be, I think. Yeah, so we're, we're going full circle from... Before the internet time, where we couldn't necessarily accurately measure which marketing initiatives were successful and failed um, because there was very limited tracking, to then everything being tracked because all transactions occurred on your website, to now moving back to a gray area where uh, we may not be able to measure everything down to the penny like uh, it felt like the internet was perfect for advertisers because everything was so measurable. This seems to be going the opposite way where you, you won't be able to possibly track everything down to a click, what I paid for that acquisition, where that customer came from. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good, that's a good uh, viewpoint. Um, you know, if everything proceeds the way it has been, then even the, the, um, the iPad app-related conversion will be trackable. So envision this, this scenario, um, and, and it's going to bring up other wrinkles, but let's stay on one track, and that is that the, uh, the iPad user um, views the, the app. Let's say uh, we have a customer whose name is T- uh, a client whose name is Tivana, and they have, an, they have an iPhone and an iPad app. So the, the client sees that uh, app or interacts with it and uh, goes away and comes back later and converts. Well, it's possible at this point to drop a cookie from the app, mm-hmm. such that the the the, uh, uh, the subsequent conversion that comes through a different channel is counted. Does the same app work on the iPhone and the? Yeah, iPhone? it does. But but you know, as I'm describing it, I'm re- I'm remembering a wrinkle, which is you know, uh, you one one has to anticipate the possibility that a person's going to use three different devices right. in the course of deciding eventually to make a conversion. That's where it's going to get hairy. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. You know, there's a, it may be a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what we're talking about today is, is some really new developments uh, in the PPC world, and uh, we're going to take a, a, a really short break um, and, and, and listen to some of these amazing advertisers on the Webmaster Radio Network. Um, but when we come back, we're going to talk specifically about the Yahoo and Bing uh, transition and, and what kind of problems that's going to uh, uh, um, um, allow for advertisers and also uh, potentially opportunities. So stay tuned. We'll, we'll be right back with Best Search Strategies. Stay tuned for more Best Search Strategies. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. 
Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic Tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic Tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, uh, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. Wow, you aren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prwebauthor.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online news release and content distribution service. SEM Synergy, live broadcast Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. We now return with Best Search Strategies, presented by EngineReady.com. EngineReady doesn't just use the best search strategies, they create them. Here are your hosts. Welcome back. Hello, world. My favorite saying this last couple of shows. Hello, world. You know that little saying that uh, when you upload your, your Word uh, press template, it says, Hello, world. I don't know if you've seen that, but. No, I haven't. Although there's, there's a very deep legacy to that statement, <clears throat> which is that uh, the very first computer programmers, when they wrote a program and, they, and it was successful, it ran well for the first time, they would consciously display Hello, world Hello. on the screen. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm uh, Jamie Smith, uh, hosting uh, Best Search Strategies. I'm, I'm here and, and, and very blessed by the presence of David Satella, the, the CEO of, of Clicks Marketing. And we're, we're covering some of the newest and latest developments in the uh, search marketing world, specifically PPC. And I uh, wanted to talk uh, on the Yahoo Bing transition. Uh, for those of you who don't know, that uh, Yahoo is, is more or less getting out of the, the search game and, and going to be powered by Bing results. Um, so what kind of problems is that going to cause or, or opportunities uh, and, and what is your take on this transition and, and how is it going and, and when will it occur? Well, um, from everything I've read and from our conversations with, uh, with our Yahoo reps, uh, it's going well and it's going on schedule and um, people are already seeing the, the effects of that. We, you and I were just talking about the fact that uh, we read that uh, up to 25% of the Yahoo search results now say powered by Bing, 
so that uh, we know that the at least the search results part is well underway. And I, I don't see anything. I mean, I th I, th I really think that uh, both companies are very intent on getting the advertising side transitioned in time for the Christmas buying season. You know, if they don't do that, they're going to miss a huge opportunity for everybody. So I think that's that's on track. Uh, as far as problems are concerned, I think there's only one set of people that are going to have problems. And unfortunately, that set is pretty big. And that's advertisers who do not yet have an ad center account. Um, you know, there's no reason not to have an ad center account. There never has been. Ad centers always pro pro provided great results um, in terms of conversion rates. Uh, conversion rates for ad center have always been higher than Yahoo and Google. Right. Uh, unfortunately, the problem has been volume, right. volume of click, uh, searches and clicks. Well, you add the Yahoo traffic to that, and the volume is higher. So there's never been a uh, there's been, never been a, a a reason not to have an ad center account and start advertising on ad center. Um, you know, the the best thing that people can do that that are worried about the transition is make sure that they uh, power up their ad center account. And I, I recommend also learning uh, the very few differences between AdCenter and Yahoo and Google, because in most cases those differences are good. Um, there's a whole chapter in, our, in my book, uh, my, the book I wrote with Joe Kirschbaum about this, about the differences among the search engines. And AdCenter's got some advantages over Google and Yahoo. Uh, a primary example to me is dynamic keyword insertion. It kicks butt in, in um, AdCenter. Uh, because of the fact that um, the word that replaces the token doesn't have to be the keyword. It can be a different word. So you can say ad center when you see keyword or when, when keyword A matches search query, stuff word B into the ad. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that solves the problem, for example, of having misspellings in your keyword list. Right. You don't have to worry about a misspelling winding up in the ad. And the keyword insertion. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and you're saying that in the Yahoo search results, there is going to be a powered by Bing? I'm not or sure. Or is it white I, labeled? I, I, that's what I took away from what I read, but I don't yeah. see it. We're both looking at the screen now, and I don't yeah. see it. But this keyword may not have migrated over, but uh, that's it's pretty... Either that or, you know, you've got to, you've got to right click on the results and see what see what uh, the referring law thing is. I don't right. know. I'm, I'm, yeah. you know, you know, I'm illiterate as, <laughs> as far as anything else goes besides PPC. <laughs> Yeah, but this is uh, this is interesting because we have also consistently gotten better conversion rates, better performance from Bing or from from Microsoft uh, Ad Center, and our clients say, you know, put more money, spend more money. We want to shift more dollars, and well, we're, our average position is one and two. There is no more traffic right, to buy. Right. Um, so now there is this influx in inventory potentially, but are the users that are searching on Yahoo going to dilute that conversion rate because it is a different demographic? That's a really interesting question. I have thought about it, and I have an answer. So um, I remember back in 08, I guess, when it might have been 07, when um, AdCenter launched. Mm -hmm. And we started getting these great conversion rates. And, and, I, and talking with the Microsoft people, um, I said to them, well, you know, you guys have, there's no competition. In other words, the, the adver there aren't as many advertisers competing for the search terms uh, on Ad Center as there are on Google, and that's the reason why you have the higher click-through rate and conversion rates. And they said, well, that's part of it, but we have taken uh, strides within the matching algorithms to make sure that the ads are more relevant to the search queries than the other search engines. Mm -hmm. okay, so... I kind of buy that. Let's say we buy that, you know, 
a little bit. Um, take that into consideration with what I have read and what I believe, and that is that the Yahoo algorithms for matching search queries to ads are loose. In other words, they're not as good as Google's even. Mm -hmm. And I think our, our observations of the data would bear that out. Mm -hmm. So I think if you, if you mash those two together, what you get is uh, lower uh, after the full Yahoo transition with all of the ads displayed on Yahoo pages as well as Bing pages, there will be an increase in volume, obviously, and a good one. Right. Um, and the conversion rates, click the rates and conversion rates will be lower than we can be getting from Ad Center, but higher than what we can get from Yahoo, which is great because Yahoo had much has had a much higher volume. Yes. Right? But what you're describing in terms of algorithms and technology is really the user is going to benefit by getting more relevant results. Absolutely. But in terms of conversion rates, and that's really tied to who are these users that that use Yahoo versus Bing versus Google, and that the demographic that searches on MSN yeah, typically has a higher uh, income mm -hmm. uh, ratio, um, and, and the conversion rates that we saw coming from, from uh, Microsoft or Bing um, was that there's a, a, a more affluent audience using that search engine. Mm -hmm. And so bringing in the floodgates of the Yahoo searchers, which typically be more females and, and lower income people uh, is certainly, I think, going to drive the conversion rates down. Yeah, I see what you mean. So, like, uh, the Microsoft people are the, the people from White River Junction, <laughs> and the Yahoo people are from Nashua. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, and, and man, we're going to get slammed by the Nashua. That was just, just a little joke. No, it's we didn't, joke. didn't mean that they're, they're low rent. Right. We meant but that they're different. The, and uh, I think um, the MSNBC portal, where you've got Microsoft money, Driving a lot of eyeballs and then and then defaulting them into yep, that's a good Microsoft point. Live, which is now Bing. That's a good. Point. Um, and then you've got Yahoo, which is powered by you know uh, uh, Yahoo Dating, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and you've got those types of people. Right. So, but you know, with with our clients that that are marketing women or um, you know a, a, an audience that does use Yahoo, it can work. But as a whole, uh, being uh, consistently converted higher and, and this this. Uh, uh, integration of search results as a whole will bring down conversion rates, I think. Um, but the volume benefit, I think, yeah, will outweigh that. I agree with you there. Um, now, there's one potential uh, glitch that I'm not even sure Microsoft and Yahoo have figured out yet, and that is uh, who's going to have which which of the two entities, Microsoft or Yahoo, will um, have primary authority over display advertising, self-serve display advertising. Now, Yahoo has had a display network, but it's been a roller coaster ride. You know, basically, they turned it on, it went haywire, they turned it off, they turned it back on again, and so on. It's crap. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then recently, they shut down the Yahoo Publisher Network, which was Yahoo's equivalent of AdSense. Um, but they're still, you know, basically, they have, they have been, uh, I'm going to get some of the details wrong, but Sorry to cut you off, David, but we do have to take a quick commercial break. Um, but I'm here uh, with, with David Satella, and we're, we're, we're talking about the, the specifics of the Yahoo Bing transition, which is happening right now um, and should be completed in the next uh, you know, 30 to 90 days. Um, so we'll be right back after a short, short commercial break. Please stay tuned, and we'll talk to you soon. Stay tuned for more Best Search Strategies. 
Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. <sighs> What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. Every affiliate marketer wants to build their own empire. Lavish trips, new cars, fancy threads. You know, be the talk of the town. That's why I found my empire with Empire Media. They work around the clock to customize my campaign. They have the connections, the clout, and the custom offers to monetize my website at every move. My website is measured and monetized to the max thanks to Empire Media. Look up EmpireMedia.com, E-M-P-Y-R-E Media.com, and find out how fulfilling full-service affiliate marketing can be. Empire Media, reign over your competition. It's time to start jamming and spamming again with the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of search, SEO rock stars, Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, only on webmasterradio.fm. We now return with Best Search Strategies, presented by EngineReady.com. EngineReady doesn't just use the best search strategies, they create them. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to Best Search Strategies. I'm uh, Jamie Smith, hosting uh, today with uh, a very uh, recognized guest today with uh, David Satella, CEO of Clicks Marketing. We're talking about some of the latest developments in the PPC world, uh, specifically the Yahoo Bing transition, and um, have been covering specifically the, the conversion rates that we've seen from uh, MSN, uh, Microsoft, Bing, They've changed their name so many times, but it's Bing now. They've, they've invested enough millions. If not, like, I think they're coming up to the, the B number of, of uh, marketing yeah, dollars. Yeah. But uh, uh, Bing results have, have, uh, have brought in higher conversion rates for our clients. And uh, we're, we're asking the question, will the Yahoo influx of traffic uh, decrease the conversion rate? And I think uh, the overall synopsis is yes. Um, but but is there anything else you want to cover before we move to a new topic in terms of what you think is going to be the biggest change? And and also, um, what happens to your Yahoo uh, search marketing console? Oh, I hope it dies a blazing, horrible death. Painful, <laughs> long, painful, horrible. I'm uh, just kidding. It's never been that good. It's always been the, you know, and, and here, here, this is a good segue into our next topic, actually. 
Um, when Ad Center first came out, it was horrible. And, and I'm pretty sure uh, Bomber forced out the door with his baseball bat while it was still an alpha. Mm-hmm. You know, and I remember looking at it, and I remember talking to their, their evangelist, the Ad Center evangelist, saying, did any of the programmers that wrote this stuff read your own user interface guidelines? Because here are like four violations. No, they just didn't finish it. Yeah. So, and at the time, Panama was relatively new, and Panama was a huge improvement over the old, old Yahoo interface. Uh, but fast forward to today, AdCenter has been cleaned up quite a bit. Um, they were smart enough to use nomenclature that is the same as AdWords, so you don't have these crazy what's broad match and what's not, you know. Uh, and Yahoo is is the ugly stepchild. So um, I'll be I'll be happy never to have to touch the Yahoo user interface again. Um, which is which is a, a excellent example of one of the things I predict for the coming year, which is I think Microsoft is going to do what they've done. You know, you're too young to remember some of the carcasses along the uh, the software road, uh, where uh, Microsoft came in from behind. Uh, you know, was up against a totally unassailable market leader. Uh, came out with version one, version two, version three of software that everybody laughed at. And, you know, a few years later, the, 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 the dominant company was out of business. You know, and, and I'll just mention a few. WordPerfect, D-Base, Lotus, you know, mm-hmm. all these companies that at the time, uh, everyone said there's no way Microsoft could come in and take them because, you know, Microsoft is an operating system company. They'll never do good apps, that kind of thing. And uh, same with the operating system. I was working at Apple when, when uh, Microsoft came out with Windows 3.1, and everyone just laughed at it and said, you know, it's a toy. And you know, it it was it was good enough um, to you know slowly steamroller, and then Windows ninety five came out, and it was game over entirely. So um, I, I I warn everybody from Google to uh, watch their tail, and I think they do. Most yeah. people most people there are smart enough to to never underestimate Microsoft, but I think that means great things for advertisers. You know, the healthy competition is healthy. Microsoft is a scrappy, if not uh, you know, bloody competitor. Yeah, and and Google's no slouch either. So I think we'll see you know better and better uh, and uh, improvements. Unfortunately, that sometimes means faster and faster improvements. Which, you know, I don't know about you, but it's real tough to keep up with all of the developments coming out from just a a fast Google. How fast Microsoft and Google should be interesting. Right. I know. I mean, that's one of the reasons we bumped the show up from a monthly show to a weekly show to keep in keep up with change. Um, but um, one of the um, concepts that uh, I think is going to be interesting is Facebook. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, that's becoming a buzz of Twitter and Facebook could compete uh, with the search market share. Do you think that's a real threat or do you think that's just social media hype? Uh, I think it's a real threat, but I would frame it a little bit differently. Um, I, I, I would take the word search out of the whole conversation. Now, you know, uh, you, you and I are marketers and advertisers, so you know we, we're not as entranced by the whole search, you know, culture. But in, in this context, I think that um, if you look at Google, Microsoft, Facebook, and Twitter, uh, and LinkedIn and Yelp um, as advertising channels or advertising media, then yeah, I think that Facebook has uh, come out of nowhere and done the equivalent of, uh, you know. A, a new newspaper in New York overtaking the New York Times as, a, as an advertising medium. And I would worry about that if I were Google because that's where their $20 billion a year comes from. 
and uh, you could argue that the, the pie is not uh, infinitely scalable. Um, so yeah, I think uh, from that viewpoint, Facebook is a real threat to Google. Um, Twitter is as well. I, you know, when, when they get their advertising model underway, I think it's going to be, uh, it has a good chance of being a, a, a great you know, channel for us advertisers. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I, I, I don't know what Google could do, could do about that. You know, I mean, it, the, the, the magazine publishing metaphor breaks down because, um, you know, it's as if Google invented the first magazine and all of a sudden there were six, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, Google can't buy up these, these other properties uh, fast enough. They can't uh, move into their territory and displace them fast enough. So Google's going to have to just, you know, keep chugging along and increasing, you know, kind of their territory but they've got a lot of latitude to do that. I mean, they're, they've got their eyes set on TV advertising, audio advertising. By the way, I want to uh, give, give your listeners a tip that I don't know if you and I have discussed yet. Uh, but anyway, Google uh, you know, has a lot of latitude to expand the, the, the number and variety of, of advertising channels. Um, I'll, here's another prediction. I believe that Google will be in the music business big time by the end of this year. Mm -hmm. um, and that relates to the, to the, the tip. Um, um, within the past two weeks, Google changed completely the new campaign setup process. So you're, you're, you're well familiar with uh, setting up campaigns where you basically answer a few questions and then frequently you have to go back in the campaign settings to tweak, mm -hmm. right? Especially when it came to choosing which networks to advertise to. So now when you start a, a new campaign, uh, you see a drop-down that says what kind of new campaign do you want to create and you create either search or contextual or, or display which is huge you know basically it's Google tacitly admitting that search and, and display should never ever be combined in the same campaign mm -hmm. so that's a good thing and that's that's momentous uh, to some extent but if you look down the list there's a new one at the bottom a new campaign type called audio advertising and it's uh, we saw it and I played around with it and I said it is live and I, and I have not seen it in an account yet where it is not live mm -hmm. and it lets advertisers create 10, 15 or 30 second audio advertisements that are played during streaming music okay so right now you can reach Pandora I see you're a Pandora fan you can, you can advertise on Pandora uh, and a few other uh, streaming audio sites and um, the call to action at the moment is a banner ad that appears while the music is playing. Well, I'm sorry, while, while your audio ad is playing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So back to what we were talking about, Google being competitive. Uh, I believe that by the end of this year, there will be a <clears throat> service maybe almost identical to Rhapsody or Pandora, you know, with, with maybe a free component only, but maybe free and paid. Um, and I, I believe it's going to be YouTube. Uh, branded, mm -hmm. you know, not Google Music or or maybe there will be a Google Music component. I don't know, but I think the audio ads is a prep for Google getting really aggressive in the streaming audio space. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We, and we talk about you know market share. I mean, they still have such a a vast majority of the market share, and and people always ask, you know, well, you know, Google's just better, and 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 they're going to continue to stay on top, and that you know may remain true. But the reason they got so much market share was quality. You know, what I mean, they served up better results. You found what you were looking for more easily and more frequently on Google, and that's how they gained market share. It sure. wasn't anything behind, 
um, you know, marketing or partnerships, they focused wholeheartedly on their algorithm to legitimately serve up good quality relevant results and they gained market share over Yahoo and AltaVista results which were mediocre at best mm -hmm. but many times you would just see a lot of spam in there. That's right. So to say that Facebook is going to pop up and compete, it's like they've got a long way to go from a standpoint of quality to give good search results to even bring up that they're going to be taking market share away from Google. Um, and then I think we're, we're, we're kind of running out of time here, but I, one thing that, that I think could be a, a real big uh, game changer is this modified broad match. And I actually sent you an email about that. Mm -hmm. Had a chance to do any testing on that sure. yet? Yeah? Any uh, results for the, for the listeners? Well, it's, it's, it's interesting because... Um, Maybe a definition first. Oh, sure. Modified broad match uh, allows the advertiser to uh, place a plus sign at the beginning of a keyword... Um, and it can be at the let's say it's a multi-word keyword, like a three-word keyword. Uh, the advertiser can place a plus sign in front of one of the keywords, or or two of them, or all three of them. And when the, when a, when a word in a keyword phrase has a plus sign in front of it, that's the advertiser telling Google, please be much more um, uh, exact, much more specific than uh, you normally would when you're matching this word to a search query. Mm -hmm. So an example is if, uh, if the search term, I'm sorry, if the keyword is red sneaker, uh, because of Google's expanded broad match, Google might match that keyword to the search query uh, purple slipper, right. which is not a red sneaker, right? So using the plus sign, um, you're, you're really telling Google, no, no, I really mean I want you to use the, the almost literal version of this word. Now, the reason it, it's different from phrase match or exact match is that uh, the plus sign is allowing Google to still have a little bit of latitude in uh, matching the keyword to search queries. Yeah. So, for example, um, the Google will match the uh, keyword to misspellings of the word, to pluralizations of the word, and to simple stems of the word. But not crazy, you know, nobody would ever think this is a synonym version. Right. Yeah, we use the analogy, it's, it's kind of like an expanded phrase match. That's a good thing. You know, really it's good really good. just an expansion of the phrase match. And for those of you listeners that, that know the difference between exact, broad, and phrase, this uh, modified broad match is kind of just an, an extension of phrase match. And uh, I wish we could get into more detail. We might have to have a whole show on this, but uh, we have run out of time today. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. At, um, you can listen to these live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, uh, uh, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, download them on iTunes. You can listen to the archives at Best Search Strategies. You can learn more at uh, EngineReady.com. Again, I'm Jamie Smith, the CEO of EngineReady Hosting today, and we had a guest speaker of David Satella. Thanks for joining us. Next week, we'll be talking about the retargeting and display network uh, opportunities, threats, and strategies. Hope you can join us. Have a great day. Sayonara.